Hello students, parents and my dear viewers. A very warm welcome to EduPath, the journey of success. Brought to you by Expert Group of Institutions Alumni Association. Dear viewers, a very happy Valentine's Day to you all. You must be wondering, this being an educational program for students, why am I wishing on uh, a day which symbolizes love? Yes, definitely love is a purest form of emotions. And when we speak about love, definitely whom we can associate, that's nothing but Lord Krishna. Lord Krishna, let it be his love for uh, Radha or maybe for cows or foremost is nothing but his love for Bansuri, that is flute. Yes, definitely flute is synonym for Lord Krishna and Lord Krishna is synonym for love. So on this very special day of Valentine's Day, I feel that we need to introduce you to the melody or the love hidden behind the melody of Bansuri. And we have my today's guest, the greatest eminent flute artist of our country, or we can say that he's the pride of Karnataka, who is none other than Surumani Pandit Praveen Gorkindi. Welcome you, Praveenji, for this great show for us. And very nice Thank to you. have you here. Thank you so much. It's a great pleasure for me talking to you and uh, thank you for having me on your show. Yeah, I would uh, really take this opportunity to introduce you to our viewers. Of course, I know that everybody in Karnataka or everybody in India or even maybe outside India, they know about you. But it's uh, we say that it's my duty to introduce you to them. So let me take this uh, pleasure. Praveen Gurkindi started toying with a small flute at the age of three years and gave his first public performance when he was six years old. His gurus uh, are his father, Pandit Venkatesh Gurkindi, and renowned percussionist Vidwan Anur Anantakrishna Sharma. He is the first Indian to perform on the eight-feet contrabass flute. A top-ranked artist by the All India Radio, he was the first Indian to represent Bansuri at the World Flute Festival held in Argentina. He has received national awards for film Beru and Vimukti. He is also a brand ambassador for AKG Microphones and is the recipient of several awards. Besides having performed all over the world with the other eminent musicians, he holds a BA degree in electrical and electronics engineering with a distinction. So, welcome you again. Uh, let me, yeah, let us start with your childhood. Yes, you are a celebrity today, but everybody is interested always knowing how a child would be because now celebrity life we know, but as a child how was your childhood and at the same time i like to tell my viewers you can ask a question to pandit praveen gurkindiji directly by whatsapping to us by the number what you can see on your screen that is 8296490168 so anyways we'll wait for the question till then 
you can tell me how was your childhood what was special or whether it was ordinary what was it yeah my childhood was uh, like um, quite normal that way except for the fact that i was always surrounded by the uh, music okay. by hindustani classical music by because my father and my guru but advantage god khindi ji was always uh, either practicing teaching or composing mm. so i was always surrounded even before i was born i i knew i was surrounded by the beauty of music mm. so uh at a very young age i was introduced to both flute and tabla and yeah. then i chose uh, flute my my father gave me the flute and he said uh start playing something to start toying with it so that's how i picked up the flute and started playing some songs and some uh, small bhajans and okay uh, so that's how my journey started and then it became an obsession a passion because uh, at that point when i was a small kid you know what fascinated me was that the people around me mm. um made me feel special because mm. i was the only one who could play the flute so i always even uh, i used to carry my flute in my bag to to this you know yeah to impress my friends and teachers <laughs> okay classmates whatever classmates <laughs> i yeah. so yeah i always uh, uh, loved the adulation the uh, you know the warmth and the friendship that i got from my mates and my uh, mm. teachers as well so mm. i always cherished that yeah uh, though see uh, in your bio it's written that you started toying with the flute at the age of 3 but always there is a, something when we uh, understand that okay this is the formal training which i started to be or from your father's side it is at what it actually the formally very seriously you started the practicing or he started taking uh, uh, lessons for you see when i when i performed uh, for the first time when i was around 6 years hmm that's when he had already taught me uh, two hmm. ragas amsadwani and okay. dhoop so so i would say at around 4 or 5 is when two notes ragas and the basic concepts of um, uh, classical music hmm. but then uh, that continued for a, a long time you know till i was 10 12 and then uh, i was uh, you know i really got hooked on to this uh, music because many musicians used uh, you know stay with us hmm. uh, reputed musicians from dharwad like pandit madhav kudi ji and uh, some musicians like uh, pandit ajay pawankar hmm. and these people used to uh, come and live with us when whenever they used to tour hmm. so i i used to have uh, direct interaction with these musicians and then i i understood you know how how deep it is and how fascinating mm. it is so and i got the uh, opportunity to listen to all the legendary musicians mm. live because my father so he yeah. lived in goa for some time we lived in hyderabad in some for some time we lived in delhi for some time so all throughout my childhood i was exposed to the best of best musicians mm. okay. and that helped me uh, you know focus mm. uh, towards the art mm. and i uh, per se if you if you ask me the rigorous riyas and uh, yeah. uh, you know the proper uh, talim and everything uh, that began when i was in my 10th standard 
Okay. Uh, and from there on, it it took a very serious turn. <clears throat> yeah. Basically, because uh, for a flutist, uh, you need to develop your lungs. Mm. You need to hold mm. the breath. But for a long time because you have to. But I feel that this is a very very uh, important thing what you said that you started rigorous the practice uh, that is what you call it as riyas or talim that is the from your guru's side and when you were in ten standard maybe. Okay, so this is something yeah. which is very very because now most of them our students are watching you. I have seen that students leave music when they come to ten standard. They, they <laughs> yeah. No, really, uh, because uh, most of the students they leave their music at the age of. I mean, when they come to tenth standard, say by chance they have continued that. Definitely, they will leave when they come to PUC. Okay, because yeah. So uh, definitely, that is my very interest to know. Uh, so about that, I'll ask you a little later. But I wanted to know because as we are speaking later, it will be only about flute, and I want you to play flute also. But as I know your uh, your father actually, I met him, I heard him, I heard him. He is a vocal concert as well as flute. Maybe uh, he was yeah. the only one who could perform both form in the equal depth because there are people who Absolutely. take one as you also may be singing but at the end if anybody ask you what you are maybe answer is you're a flautist okay but about your father when i heard uh, him for the first time it was really difficult to tell whether he is a flautist or is vocalist so that extent he had that was his speciality so you are in that kind of atmosphere where your father is both vocalist as well as uh, flautist as well as you took up uh, tabla also in the introduction we have seen you playing a photo with the tabla uh, and your brother Kiran Kurkindi ji is uh, playing tabla with you and with others. So he's also a good artist. So what was that made Pravin as a youth, a young boy, to get into flute directly, not to take other things as a mainstream? You want to get into so what is that made you to take flute as the mainstream instrument or music? Flute, as I told you, from the beginning childhood, it was always it was always my companion, and uh, somehow by the grace of God and um, because of my father's blessings, uh, I would play difficult ragas, difficult uh, compositions very easily, and was able to manage to play on the flute very fluently at a very young age. Mm. So that encouraged my father to train me in flute. Uh, okay. At a point of uh, there was a a point of time when my pa, uh, my brother Kiran uh, tabla, but at a point uh, he felt that my swaradnyan is slightly better. You know, my grasping of sur is slightly better. So he said, "We'll shift. Uh, um, you can, uh, but uh, you can focus on flute." And then it's it just stuck. You know, the once the flute came into my hand, the, then I I myself you know decided that um, I. Devote a lot of time to flute, and I just uh, uh, mm. as it happens with all the children. I was also very active in cricket um, uh, during my school days. You know, I, I I used to spend a lot of time uh, for cricket. Mm. Um, so happy. 
almost got, uh, you know i got almost got selected for uh, hyderabad team under 16 i was playing for mm-hmm. school and uh, uh, i got selected there mm-hmm. then uh, one bad incident like i i dived uh, to take a catch and i broke my collarbone and, oh and uh, uh, and uh, thereafter even realized that i had broken my collarbone i completed the match and uh, later on after a few uh, weeks i i had bronchitis or doctor asked me to get an x-ray done that's mm. when my father realized that i had i had a collarbone fracture and it had automatically got uh, you know healed on its own so from that point my father said no no let's not take this risk no more cricket for you because his uh, uh, point of view was there there would be many cricketers mm. uh, in your class almost everybody plays mm. cricket but you are the only one in the entire school who can play the sport you want to mm. let go of that talent uh, kind of stuck to me and then from so that's when i decided that i'll take up uh, flute uh, uh, as my you know main passion but that didn't didn't mean that the, it is it was going to be my profession until i finished my degree okay so that yeah, yeah so that means now see uh, in your life the decision it's not only it's uh, you took that decision maybe even your father and your guru influ- influenced you so you mean to say that parents guidance and gurus that uh, understanding that uh, you are good in what that made difference in your life definitely you know that proper guidance um, helped me focus at a very young age because um, um you know it's very even now or back then it was very easy to get uh, out of focus or you know get uh, diverted to something else uh, i was good so but still uh, what my father said uh, made lot of sense you know on um, that you uh, few musicians who can play the flute mm. but uh, you mm-hmm. can be one among thousands uh, who can play the flute the same logic he applied when i um, you know when i finished my engineering and uh, mm. i was in search of an uh, it job and mm. uh, the same question came should i continue as an engineer or should i pro- continue as a flautist so mm. when we had a discussion then again we, we came up with this uh, answer that you know there there might be several engineers in india mm. but uh, a handful of flautists in india yeah <laughs> that you know that kind of a thinking when uh, uh, a person whom you look up to uh, whether it's your guru mm. or your father in my case it was the same you know both yeah. guru yeah so this he was is there actually always to yeah i have a question about being a father and guru as one person but before that can we listen to because as it is i say you are here and without musing we just speak definitely nobody will appreciate that so let's give one uh, <laughs> a beautiful uh, meaning for this interview so can you play for us sure uh, i'll just play a small alap of hansadwani uh, okay Oh 
ब्यूटीफुल आई फील इट इज वी शुड गो ऑन विद इट बट एनी वेज विल डेफिनेटली विल मेक यू प्ले मोर एंड मोर सी इन अ चाइल्ड्स लाइफ यू नो विच इज द हैप्पीएस्ट मोमेंट यू आस्क विद एनी ग्रोन अप दे विल टेल दैट इट इज द दे रिमेंबर चाइल्डहुड द लॉन्ग बेल ऑफ दियर स्कूल because when that last long bell of the school is a very happy for every child okay true yeah why because they'll be going home all the studies behind everybody teacher everyone far from us and far from them and when they reach home it is their father mother their siblings and that's the fun but for you when you reach home again you had a teacher there who will make you sit for the class who will give you talim who will give you training so how was okay now you understand but how was that feel as a kid i'm talking about that kid pravin yeah you know for me i used to look forward to these evenings i used to come back from office because he always used to have a lot of stories about music um about Uh, compositions about uh, a recording that he has just composed, and uh, and the best part was he had a lot of students come to learn from him, and he would sit and teach you know these um, somewhere very quite old you know fifties sixties, and I was just a kid, and I was I used to be uh, doing my homework once I come back from my school uh, the regular thing was just to have finish your meal and then you know uh, finish your homework and then you are free for the evening whether you whether i decide to play cricket or attend uh, music whatever during those uh, sessions when i'm doing my homework and my father is doing the classes i one one part of my brain was always there there was problem problem my brain was always there and he would ask a question and the entire class would be silent i would the answer i can i answer <laughs> so you know <laughs> I, uh, I uh, they, even in the music class, I was like a very important person there, you know. And if okay. my father were, had some work, if he had to go out, I used to substitute. I used to sit there and you know uh, forward. I used to tell them, "You can do yeah. this." And uh, so that uh, you know that that sense of uh, being important mm. uh, in a in a society is. is always fascinating for any for any age and being a kid you know i was really pampered and everybody you know the older men used to say hum hame aapke pitaji se dar lagta hai zyada nahi dar nahi lagta tumse dar lagta hai because you are very your father he says even if one murki doesn't come he says okay okay continue but you don't you you stop us and you make us play that eight times 10 times till we get it right okay. so that was the kind of atmosphere that i grew up in okay so I um, but it was it was fun music learning music learning newer things trying accepting challenges there were several things that my father used to do as a guru you know before leaving to the office while dropping to my school he would say i give you a homework uh, when i come back you should tell me um the alankars of yaman different mm-hmm. uh, alankars of yaman whatever you can think in niregama dhaniza sanidapa magaresa so uh, that so you know such small small things those challenges really helped me uh, focus and learn 
and i used to ask the same challenges to the other students mm-hmm. and when they couldn't answer i used to feel good you know i know and they don't know that kind of a thing okay. <laughs> that's how i grew that but they say that for every coin there are two phases so when your uh, guru and father what was the advantage and what was the disadvantage well luckily for me my father was very very broad minded you know unlike uh, most of the classical gurus uh, uh, there were no limitations or uh, restrictions on for me uh, as far as uh, listening to forms of music uh, uh, and uh, and he was open to discussions and he was a very soft uh, you know um, um, very mild at heart Mm. so there was there were very few occasions when you he would really be um you know agitated angered or um it was always very smooth going and he was always happy and he used to correct also in a very sophisticated way he wouldn't uh, you know get angry mm. and if i play something wrong or something so as a guru he was a very very uh friendly guru mm. that way mm. as a person also he was like that uh, you know uh, the people who have uh, uh, um uh, worked with him even today they remember him as a very you know kind hearted and very some mm. nice gentleman because he never he 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 never uh, hurt mm. anybody so he always was very kind and you know generous while teaching but but your uh, say your fathers other uh, students whether any time they used to feel that you are getting the advantage of being proving uh, uh, pandit uh, godkidniji's son yeah yeah uh-huh. you know that uh, that is uh, inevitable <laughs> you know the, the same thing holds good to sharaj also yeah now um, teaching so many other students and sharaj was a very small kid he was a toddler mm but history you know it repeated itself mm. <coughs> see myself in sharaj he would do the same thing in the uh, music class he was he would be listening to my father very with rapt attention mm. and he was he was very fast in learning yeah. the grasping was no because um, i feel that uh, it's yeah, i there. have seen sharaj from his maybe birth Okay, so for viewers, I want to tell that Shadaj Godkindi is a son of uh, uh, Pandit Pravin Godkindi ji. So very, very, very good uh, upcoming uh, flautist of India, and I've seen him from birth, and I've seen him how he has grown up with the uh, flute, and I've seen him his uh, concert as a really a small child. But and he is definitely better than many of them in the country. So, but somewhere people will feel that okay, because he is Pravin Godkindi's son, he is getting that chance. Or maybe it is when you were young, it is just because you are uh, Vinkesh Godkindi's son. So maybe whether that feel of uh, society or from your own uh, uh, peer group, uh, whether you had that kind of feel any time. see luckily uh, most of the people who would at least in front of me the, or in front of shadows they always encourage because um, i have realized one thing that uh, uh, is 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 truly a divine blessing okay it is not something that uh, you can just uh, snatch away from somebody you can't just uh, uh, overnight you can't become yeah. a musician. your surname will not give you music no That's... it won't it won't 
yeah so because we have seen so many people the legendary musicians their sons their daughters um, are uh, they have not been able to live up to the, those expectations so even my father he was he always used to say you learn the basics right you learn the uh, art and do the siddhi siddhi modlu prasiddhi adage that was what he used to say wow so you hmm. toil you do a lot of riyas you put in 100% effort you you dedicate yourself to the art hmm. and what happens what comes out of it is in um, the uh, you know almighty's hand uh, it's a combination of so many things just because uh, a person is someone's son uh, maybe one or two, it's again like the the famous discussion that keeps on happening about nepotism yeah. <laughs> you know i personally think that maybe a couple of uh, concerts or maybe a couple of uh, albums or whatever way Mm. Uh, the father or the guru can help he can but then if the spark is not there then uh, the student won't progress yeah. to the extent that uh, people think he would so but luckily for us it was it was always always uh, you know homogeneous mm. everybody like they were supportive and they were very happy that um, uh, an extraordinary talent is we are uh, we, we are a talent you know growing in front yeah. of our eyes mm. so all the uh, students for fraternity of my father the and even my students now they are all very supportive yeah. in that way so uh, uh, definitely yeah. we'll speak about your challenges the difficulties what you have seen because uh, people say that uh, any kind of success will not come free but i feel yeah. that before that i need to know about your when you were in engineering college or in pu college we'll speak about that also just because see we have finished now your first part of your interview where your childhood and your relation with your father your guru uh, and also we learned about the next generation that is shadaj so anyways before we yeah. get into your time of youth uh, can we listen to you once again
that was an evening rag rag madhuvanti was it madhuvanti yeah. yeah okay sorry yeah uh see you were born into a musician family that is where uh, your father was flautist and uh, uh, vocalist too and i've seen most of the children who are born into musical family they usually do not take up science because science will definitely just like music this is another field which will ask for your time and dedication so it's rarely people from uh, music family take up science so how what was that brave step to take up science uh, and you did yeah. engineering also that is uh, electrical and ele- electronics considered to be actually one of the toughest uh, branches of engineering so what is that made you to take up first of all science and then you took up engineering uh, you were weren't weren't sure that you're going to be a full time artist yeah see i told you i seriously started the the riyas with the proper e bass flute you know the big flute uh, when i was in 10 so by that time i was exposed to all these legendary maestros heard pandit ravi shankar live i i heard many concerts of pandit bhimsen joshi ji Shukmar Sharma ji, Zakir Hussain ji, and all of them. So the music had influenced, and somewhere at the back of my mind, I always wanted to be a flautist. But then my father, uh, then we got transferred to Delhi, and then again there, I was exposed exposed to more live concerts, and my interest in newer ragas, newer compositions, the laikari, and the deeper aspects of classical music, they all influenced me, and I started spending a lot of time with flute. uh at that point of time i told my father i will be in delhi um, playing the flute mm. you people uh, got transferred back to mangalore then mm. and i said i am not coming to bangalore delhi i have liked delhi i have made uh, i know a few people in the studios and uh, you mm. know they there's a lot of scope here and i just want to be give me here i i will survive somehow okay. so i was very adamant then mm. that was the time you know 11th and 12th my my dad said nothing doing you finish your 12th and then you're coming back with me we'll go to karnataka either in mangalore or ever hmm. you have to finish a degree he never okay. said engineering but during my schooling i was always in the top 3 okay. in the class hmm. you know either second or third or first sometimes and my um, uh, marks were always good i was good at academics so he said you are a bright student hmm. and it won't be difficult for you to as a parent you know that that's where uh, the father teacher mm. came in uh, it is my duty that uh, i should see that you you are educated first you complete a degree basic degree then you decide what you want to do so till that point of time i am uh, i will be uh, controlling mm. your life great um, you know disappointment i came to mangalore and then uh, we met uh, um, virendra hegde ji mm. he one he happened to hear one of our concerts and my father said he wants to do a degree somewhere here so we asked why doesn't he do uh, engineering in dharwad our own college stm okay uh, letting so that's how i shifted to dharwad to do initially joint civil and mm. after the two semesters uh, i got an opportunity to choose okay uh, and electrical and electronic So it was a very new branch um, uh, yeah. um, semester it yeah. was a new branch and uh, we have just uh, started the semester scheme 
so there but uh, uh, throughout that engineering period of four uh, years um that really helped me in, in two ways you know the one thing that i was in harvard at that point of time mm. i was always surrounded by wonderful musicians okay you know all these harvard uh, typical harvard kirana garana gwalior and all those musicians you know i, I could listen to them live mm. pandit venkatesh kumar ji mumbai ji was mm. there and uh, and all their students and all my um, now who are my colleagues even um, rafiq bhai shafiq bhai and many of them you know we used to meet up discuss listen to each other and there were a lot of these all night community karyakrama mm. you know programs happen so uh, in one aspect i was concentrating on my engineering and i was also gaining a lot of um, experiences uh, uh, through uh, you know with these concerts so i at that point of time i had a dream you know when i started my engineering that i should finish engineering in the stipulated time you know because you hearing many people used to take 6 years 7 years to finish the degree hmm. my goal was that i should finish it in 4 uh, years uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> eight semesters okay. and uh, with decent marks you know uh, and also at the same time i wanted to have the a grade from okay. akashwani was there my dream and my father uh, uh you know he helped me uh, uh you know decide on those but everything Delhi, is I, true I deciding everything is true but my interest is when you are studying how could you manage because uh, see even when you are in pucs yeah, at, at that time also i said it's very difficult people usual children usually leave their music when they come to uh, in, uh, say uh, first puc or if not second puc if not definitely once they go to engineering they stay in a hostel they say that we cannot this one will get disturbed that one will get disturbed so they have 100 reasons to leave it so what was that one reason made you to practice even when you were studying okay and how did you manage i was confident. how did you manage it yeah yeah it was difficult it was i, I wouldn't say it was as a it was a cake walk it was definitely very difficult you know to complete those project works attend the um, labs and all that but uh, it's something that that i would say is not impossible you know it's 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 it takes a lot of effort but it is possible and uh, the matney idol that i had in my mind and was pandit budaditya mukherjee who uh, when when i heard his performance in uh, when they read their biodata they said he is a gold medalist in chemical engineering mm em tech mm so i was like and he played a jhinjoti that still is ringing in my ears you know that kind of sitar very very few people um can play so he became a role model for me if uh, he can do why can't i so that was at the back of my mind and his goals you know uh, that i should have a and i should have my degree in my hand you know engineering degree uh, were the only two goals that i was concentrating so rest all kind of fell in place there were uh, you know times when my lecturers were really upset they used to They say get a letter from your dad. You will be thrown out of the college. You will be rusticated, and uh, all the you know uh, cultural festivals. I used to be there, so I always used to go to the principal's chamber with a letter requesting give me four days leave because I want to con- compose, mm-hmm. conduct, and I have to travel and all that. So there were there were a lot of uh, 
you know tug of war between the um, uh, lecturers but many of them were musically you know had a musical sense and speak make was very strong back then mm. uh so all that helped and i really had a good set of friends who would motivate you for me i yeah. can say i have few yeah. questions from the viewers so let me take the take up that also uh rashishetty mm-hmm. from uh, expert actually uh, so he is uh, mm-hmm. telling good evening sir uh, my question is uh, how do you stay motivated every time to achieve your dreams and how do you face failure um for me um back then uh, as i said i used to listen to these maestros and you know um, i used to uh, put a challenge to myself that uh, whatever taan or tihai that he has done or a difficult taan or a difficult pattern i used to sit and focus only on that i, has, I have to get this mm. if he has done it i should be able to do it so that's that that was vision for me always when coming uh, to studies as i mentioned um uh, you know there, there was uh, budalte ji's example and there were several other uh, uh, musicians who have if i you know in one instance uh, pandit rajiv tarana uh, we, we my father and we had met him he spoke in english oh my god i, I was totally taken aback you know uh, because it's rare to find the classical musicians back then speaking you know eloquent yeah i can yeah so these these were the people who i looked up looked up to and they had managed they were excellent in their uh, music uh, they were very good uh, uh, in the academics as well so it's only that you have have to dedicate and try to focus and nowadays i feel the students have uh, um, uh much more easier uh, mediums to focus because because of the internet and you know, whatever uh, field you choose you get to uh, see your peers or your seniors or the legends in the field and try to learn from them and uh, the best way to begin is to by saying that i don't know oh. and uh, saying that i know so much always start uh, make a humble beginning saying i don't know this so that that motivates you to say i don't know this so let me learn when you have that kind of a mentality then you end up learning more and more yeah uh, sudeeksha from uh, belgaum she is asking uh, sir uh, whether you feel that any time that uh, whether you feel that you wasted your time in education because now you are just a musician definitely won't say that uh, because um, the uh, engineering that i did now helps me um, in my music as well you know i have my own studio so i control all my myself so i do a lot of programming stuff myself and a lot of uh, uh, technology and i'm tech savvy so, so i keep updated about that that being a part uh, uh, the engineering course really helped me understand and uh, you know problem solving uh stuff and management skills which are very important uh, even mm-hmm. as a musician face so many uh, different kinds of situations in our every day to day life that that uh, four years of rigorous uh, training of uh, different subjects has helped me uh, look at the problems in a different perspective yeah. so that that is the reason why i always suggest my young students that education is very important and never 
you don't have to say that you know um education comes in my way of uh, see they definitely can go hand in hand only thing is you just need to divide your time uh even if you see never we imagined it's going to be like this but uh, technology has become the major part of music now so to yeah. keep you up to date with the present era whether you are engineering is uh, and that engineering mind maybe more than what you studied those days the engineering mind may be helping you out yes absolutely that's what i said you know you always uh, it's it's easier to much easier to understand these newer gadgets or newer softwares that are coming in and uh, um, you know even during these lockdown periods when people used to ask us for uh, online performances we ended up buying a few uh, gadgets thereby making our uh, concerts even from our home in a completely stereo output with a well balanced uh, you know studio kind of a recording even in live uh, facebook live or social media live concerts i had many musicians call me and asking how are you managing to do it because we struggle yeah. to do that so you know all that ha- happened because of my engineering back okay uh, pravin ji there is one more question that is from bhargav from gulbarga uh this is little uh, not related to your life he is asking about a raga and about music so let's take that also mm-hmm. uh bhargav is telling i am learning flute uh rag durga is going on at present i have problems of uh, making patterns of both alap and tans uh, tans of cheese and antra how i mm. should understand the raga and how i should express it or how i should play the raga uh, how i should focus to understand the raga so lots of hows are there so maybe lots of hows yeah <laughs> yeah the, uh, uh, most importantly you need to uh, uh, study under a guru um, for a longer time to understand the basics of classical ragas having said that Uh, uh you should be open to lot of different concerts vocal instrumental and uh, especially the raga durga that you have mentioned uh bhimsen ji uh, there are many recordings of bhimsen ji which which will give you ideas how how they have dealt with uh, mm-hmm. durga there are several recordings that you can listen to and then uh um uh, i used to do, do that you know i used to listen to the various musicians and then try to bring out the essence of those um uh, improvisations on my flute thereby creating my own patterns based on what i heard, heard mm. you know so that is one way of looking at ragas but then you also uh, try to understand the theory part of the davadi tambadi and uh, the nyasas were the swars on which you can sustain which you shouldn't sustain mm. if there are any and all that so there's a lot of grammar behind a raga and yeah. the ultimate thing is the bhava mm-hmm. are you able to achieve to get get the bhava that is uh, that is supposed to be evoked by performing yeah. that uh, for those who so have not a, all of uh, not understood about what uh, bhargav is talking about rag durga can you just play a small bit of that yes Oh <laughs> 
talking we know that uh, everybody accepted uh, pravin godkindi as a child at the age of 6 you performed everybody used to love you when you in your childhood or in your youth or now as a grown up adult so everybody loves you but is there any uh, because challenges they say that challenges are always there in life uh, was it like you for everything came as gift of god and nothing was difficulty or in life you have not seen any kind of difficulty whether you have faced any kind of challenges failures or at least any down moments yes yes there were several down moments uh... um right from my youth and uh, especially bens when i had never been to bangalore before so the day i wrote my last exam in engineering i just took uh, took the night bus i had 800 rupees in my wallet and eight flutes just with that i came to bangalore and i i didn't know any uh, any uh, you know um, godfather to say so to say all i knew were a few arrangers who used to work in studios for these bhavgite bhakti geete cassettes and all that so luckily for me since i had a hindustani background back then in 95 uh, when i landed in bangalore uh, there was a requirement for hindustani based flute artists in the recording studios uh, to play for films to play for these albums you know, bhakti geete bhavgite and all that so i immediately got sucked into that studio mode i had this experience of writing notes and mm. I, i i was always a fan of light music so uh, i used to play a little bit of harmonium i used to sing i used to compose uh, so i had work i had done uh, to be a light musician uh, accompanist so but then challenges were how will how will i Uh, still make a mark as a individual individual person as a flautist. So um, I I got sucked into it, and then you know thirty days uh, in a month I used to be in the studios since seven a.m. till nine p.m. Sometimes twelve three in the morning to jump from this studio to that studio, play in different tracks and all that. So completely immersed for almost um, five years. I was completely into recording. I graduated. I started composing. so during those times there was always a question mark how long will i do this yeah. because there are so many other flutists were there and it was like a factory you know? <laughs> were just churning songs <laughs> there were performances but then uh, that's when um, i i i came up with uh, you know opportunities where i had to play with the carnatic mm. musician uh, that was a real you know uh, <laughs> a couple of occasions when i was performing i, I didn't have answers for whatever they used to play and uh, uh, i used to look at my tabla player and now what do i answer to this long guitar <laughs> that they played and all that and god uh, was really kind he introduced me to my yeah, yeah definitely uh, i wanted to Anush ask Anush about uh, shivu sir also yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, vidwan uh, anurag anantakrishna sharma ji a great percussionist great. so i wanted yeah. to ask you what made you to go to him because what you answered that was <laughs> yeah so because i i didn't have have a clue on the stage what would i do you know they used to the, the carnatic music okay the ala portion hindustani we used to do we used to elaborate the raga and all that but once the rhythm starts they had their own easy calculations you know and it would i i would feel that 
they have been practicing together for like 20 mm. years because whatever the main artist plays the ghatam artist or the mridangam artist would just join them mm. but the same thing wouldn't happen with me and the tabla mm. so I, that's when i thought i i said no 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 if i have to um, understand this uh, art of you know being yeah. uh, spontaneous creating patterns new uh, rhythmic patterns on the spot then i have to learn the science behind mm. so then i went to sir and he started uh, and maybe you know, at this, this moment we can tell that as we said nepotism won't work on stage once oh, <laughs> once you are on stage it is you it's your character and what you do you know about music that will matter and nothing else whose son you are whose father you are all become zero <laughs> yeah it doesn't help that way and the other the other challenge that i faced was you know when i decided to do these um, fusion albums based on old film songs okay you know my idea clearly was not to play the film songs as mm. it is you know just to give a glimpse of a song that is based on this raga they by educating the general masses that the songs that you've been listening to like so many decades they belong to this raga mm. so if you enjoy that song then that's a good thing but if you uh, you know if you upgrade yourself and start enjoying the raga mm. then your happiness is multifold mm. and that really worked all my albums were you know sold out and they they became a huge uh, success story and that, thereby i started finding a new set of audience coming to listen to my classical music concerts mm. so but then when i started i had a lot of people saying hey oh, uh, what is this why did you have to mix that genre into this you know that is your diluting uh, the mm. uh, uh, there were so many other uh, opinions but then i stood uh, i stood my ground because i knew what i had done was never tamper with the ragas even today whenever i perform my mm. fusion i if i say raghup it is that entire piece is in bhup everybody on the stage is in the bhup mode okay. even the core and everything so that yeah. is uh, something that i uh, try to you know um, yeah uh, and let's na- yeah so, I, uh, so tell us uh, your experience we uh, we uh, stopped in between about your class in the carnatic percussion when you were introduced when you went to shivu sir uh what was that uh, how you felt and how you started learning it uh what was your experience during that time um as i said most of the teachings though i was not a regular student at his house i used to go a few times but most of the times used to he also was a recording session musician so mm. we used to meet in the studios and lot of teachings used to happen in the, during those recordings mm. and also he used to take me for concerts of his uh, uh, students and uh, he formed a band called ganga kaveri where i uh, i would play the hindustani flute and um, another uh, esteemed colleague uh, vidwan mk pranesh ji would play on the carnatic flute so he made certain compositions uh, which were apt for both the styles and uh, you know i started understanding the uh, importance of creating rhythmic patterns and then uh, putting them in my hindustani solo concerts as well you know including those part uh, but um, by uh, uh, i should be grateful to shiv sir because he always said melody should be important yeah. you know whatever 
with the yeah. patterns you do it should not um, overpower your melody overpower melody yeah. because at the end it is the bhava yeah. because people like to listen from you music it's not just about the yeah. calculation it's not just maths correct so it should be a right yeah. blend so i was lucky you know because i had a very um, you know upbringing because of my father and guru and then i had a very strong rhythmic upbringing because of my um shiv sir because of him so i i I'm, i'm just trying to blend them there were there were uh, you know to record what he's saying and write it and sit in my home in my class trying to decode each and everything because it was new to me you know the tishra jati and the khanda the mishra and all those calculations um they they were really mind boggling uh, but luckily for me since i had that laya background you know i was a tabla player during my initial days i had an ear for uh, mm. rhythm mm. so it was easy for me to grasp those. but i still feel humbly i i i i admit it whole heartedly that i am no way close to uh, what a professional mrudanga um, artist would do in a carnatic concert mm. i know only a few aspects of it but i have un- i have tried to understand the basics of carnatic laikari okay pravin ji people usually say a uh, kosha because uh, when you really so the learning is one part that is kosha vodu vodi aitu so deshasuto you have traveled a lot all around the world every year year you give world tour so what is that you learn from this tour because people say that when you travel you have lots of learning for life so what is that you learn for life because uh, more than i understand what is the difference between your concert there uh, since it is a educational program uh, i usually go along with the, the study what we learn in life so what is that you learn in life due to your travel one thing that i've learned is that um i'm only a small speck a very small drop of uh, water in this huge ocean of music um i uh, when i began when i started there were times when i used to think that i have arrived you know mm. i'm there but gradually started touring meeting uh, different kinds of uh, people uh, listening to different concert different musicians interacting with them working with them that feeling you know it gradually went and it has become so much more now now i feel that you know it's still a long way so that is one thing that uh, the, the traveling has taught me and uh, you have to have mm. hell lot of patience to travel around the world and uh, you have to be very very um generous and kind hearted you know because that is what you get back you know, how mm. how you deal with people what you eventually get back so being uh, being calculative being professional is one aspect to it but being kind and being generous is uh, mm. the other facet which, which uh, you know i i'm truly uh, uh, honored all these uh, qualities were ingrained in me because of the uh, two gurus and my um, you know my mother my uh, even my wife because she she always helps me keep me keeps me grounded <laughs> <She doesn't laughs> yeah it's like you know yeah, yeah okay 
ఫ్యామిలీ లైఫ్ because uh, people say that time time is a big factor because only 24 hours and we at want to achieve lot in this so how did you manage your professional life and family life it was always because she is also into creative uh, field um, but uh, as i said um, both our families were very supportive and in fact at one point of time you know where when i was at my uh in the studio and when i was performing um, with these orchestras and sometimes with the supermanem and then i was doing my own show called ragaranjini and then there was lot of uh, you know i brought tours happening i never used to spend time with shadaj during his childhood mm-hmm. days you know i was most of the times i was traveling and sarika was also sometimes busy with theater so so he almost grew up with uh, my dad, grandfather uh, yeah so blessing because he could spend a lot uh, he could learn a lot of things from my father directly yeah you know? so that happened and then you know after a while you know uh, uh, after all that touring and everything happened back in 2014 um, we both of both me and sarika decided that we need to have another child you know because we yeah. wanted to enjoy mm. the parenthood again so then uh, god was kind to Uh, you know he blessed us with suri yeah. so now she is is old and she is stepping into the uh-huh. eighth year and so now i i i have a lot of time i have my own studio you know i i can work at my leisure i i, I can take up projects that i want to so uh, that will help me survive and then classical music teaching performance is always are there and uh, you know that mad rush is not there now mm-hmm. uh, what was there that uh, 15 20 years ago Uh, because that would that at that point of time uh, survival was the key issue now uh, being established i have my own uh, space you know and i have my own choice where i want whether i want to do such things or not do and so uh, that way i've been able to manage both profession and personal lives yeah uh, actually we are running short of time even then i like to take another one or two question if you permit me 
ஒன்ப taste for good music um the best way is to um ideally listen to music that doesn't have lot of um percussion and has um peace or serenity in it so uh if you if you start listening to classical music classical ragas um you know you will i'm sure everybody will have that uh, uh, one frequency in their body which resonates at a on, on a particular raga or for a particular instrument or for a particular artist um, as far as classical ragas is concerned that is what i always propagate you know you just listen to various uh, ragas various artists fix a time in your uh, schedule uh, and try to listen um uh, give it a shot give it at least i would say uh, at a stretch one week you know seven days you listen to different ragas into 20 minutes or half an hour and then you compare that what the energy that you get from those uh, that kind of music with any any other music that you regularly listen to uh, be bollywood be you will know the difference the positivity the energy that comes out of listening to these peaceful ragas is is uh, elevate you to a different um, um, you know altogether a different level who mm. uh, constantly listen to a minute um, on their headphone while they are working difficult problems and they say that it really helps concentrate and memorize so okay. you know, i'm not saying you should listen to my music only <laughs> but classical ragas definitely help they have helped me uh, i used to listen to a lot of amir khan sahab a lot of kishori jai atai or bhimsen ji uh, that used to run i mean my engineering uh, you know stuff so it definitely stays and the other important aspect i would say that uh, uh, science and music they go hand in hand you know if there is a good uh, wonderful scientist if he ex- has an exceptional brain which can work uh, for the science it can definitely work for music as well because there are there are a lot of common things the thread so uh, this is also an answer to the question that you had asked asked earlier that uh, when the students come to they say the the, okay. the workload is more and the music yeah. takes back seat so uh, actually they go hand in hand if you practice music well then your engineering subjects become much easier to memorize and Remember. yeah so that was wonderful but definitely we need to close here but we cannot close this session without listening to you again so as a last sure. one uh, for all of us you can play something Okay, I'll play a small tune in Pahadi. Oh.
that was beautiful you made our day uh, so thank you so much for being here so hope to see you once again in the campus uh, we'll be waiting for you sure. to meet physically so yeah my my pleasure and thanks for inviting me and i would take this opportunity to mention about um, Sri Narendra Naik ji and yourself, you also have been part, of, you know, from my initial day. You know, Narendra Naik ji has been of great support, not only to me but many budding musicians. You know, he has supported classical music. So I owe you a lot, uh, <laughs> you and Narendra Naik ji, and uh, especially and uh, this edupath that you have been doing this series. Uh, this is also a wonderful uh, initiative. So I. I am thankful to both of you, um, and uh, uh, once again, thanks for having me on the show. Thank and, you. Uh, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Thank you. Thank you. So, dear viewers, on the next episode, our guest will be Dr. K. Rajesh Nayak, Director Training at a College of Banking and Financial Services, Muscat Oman. So, next week, we'll be meeting Dr. Rajesh Nayak directly through Oman. So, till then, take care. Bye-bye.